It's the Full Go presented by FanDuel. The second half of the NBA season is here, and you can bet on the action with an assist from FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, you can check out the new and improved Parlay Hub, filtered by odds, sport, and bet type to easily find the most popular parlays and same-game parlays all on one page. Plus, start betting on the Explore page and the Pulse and bet live same-game parlays for every, that's right, every NBA game. So download the app today and bet with FanDuel, the official partner of the NBA. The Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit theringer.com slash RG to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen to the end of the episode for additional details. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit theringer.com slash RG. This episode is brought to you by Lululemon. Guys, if you're ready for a new pair of pants, try one of Lululemon's ABC pants. They're made to make you look and feel good. And there's lots of different styles to choose from. My favorite, because I walk around LA every day, I like the joggers. I'm not jogging, I'm just walking fast. But if you're working out, I would try them out. And if you want something a little sleek, maybe business-like, maybe try the ABC Slim Fit Trouser, but I am a joggers guy. I just, once COVID happened, I was just like, I'm, I wanna wear jogging pants and joggers and all kinds of soft pants as much as I possibly can, especially when I'm working out. Ultra comfortable and versatile. ABC Pants are really in a league of their own. Buy a pair right now at lululemon.com. Hey, everyone. This is Craig Horlbeck from the Ringer Fantasy Football Show. Join me, Danny Heifetz, and Danny Kelly every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday to help you win your draft, win your league, and most importantly, avoid that last place punishment. Follow the Ringer Fantasy Football Show on Spotify. Chicago everywhere. Check it. It's not enough Chicago. We just don't have enough Chicago people. Jason Goff is here. Well, I'm at Full Go. The Full Go podcast. The Full Go. Bears, Bulls, White Sox, Cubs, and Blackhawks. Our man, Jason Goff. Three times a week with Jason Goff. His mood is elevated. He is feeling good. Jason, I'm loving the Full Go. Love the Full Go. The Full Go. The Full Go. Welcome to Full Go with Jason Goff. That is what I'm talking about. Talking about. What up, world? You're listening to The Full Goal with Jason Golf, presented by The Ringer, a Spotify original. Yeah. And football is this act, huh? Look at that. Guys, what's up, Super Bowl? Let's go! Bears going to the motherfucking Super Bowl. Okay? You know, I... Pia saw the tweet. She was like, I was, I was just wondering if it was like a like a long-standing joke with you and your listeners no. or you and your friends. No, no. That's why no. I, I had to look her in the fucking face and say, hey, 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 from here on out, know that anything that I tweet is is dead serious. Okay? You understand me? Bears going to the Super Bowl. What episode is this? I don't even have to ask. It's episode 276 of the Full Go Podcast. You hear me? You hear the confidence in my voice. You hear Tony in the background. You can't hear Kyle, but he's smiling confidently. You feel me? And of course, Chris is just in the background like, man, I haven't seen this kind of confidence. I haven't seen, you know, I've been, I've been, <laughs> I've been helped produce a pod that has been brought nothing but despair and, and, and detailed misfortune for the last eight to 10 months because of the goddamn teams here in the city of Chicago. But no, 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 no. All that comes to an end. Huh? Huh? 
Put it on the table, Jay. Hey, got you. Hey, Tony, don't. Hey, hey, you turn me up if you want to turn me up. All I know is you better be ready for this ride till February, goddammit. Huh? Play games with me if you want to. Put the children and women to bed till February, ladies and gentlemen. You already know with the detail. Hey, where's the Super Bowl being played this year? Give it to me real quick. Is it in Houston this year? Vegas. We have Vegas. Oh, let's go. Vegas. And Kyle, Kyle, uh, un- uh, crack that mic real quick. Unmute that mic. Kyle, you have been a a, a, a spirited, um, you know, uh, needed, impactful addition to the Full Go podcast. And if everybody is sitting back listening like, how? What has he done so far? Don't you worry about that, okay? I don't need to itemize it for you, all right? Kyle has been integral in the last couple of weeks of this podcast. Kyle, the only job that I have for you, the rest of this pod, is finding the cheapest flights to Vegas for this pod for Super Bowl weekend, okay? All we right. don't have to touch down. We could do like a little Thursday through Monday thing because you know we're going to want to kick it after the Bears win the Super Bowl. You feel me? We can't just leave the tables with all the, the out-of-towners with their shit teams that didn't win, okay? So when Justin Fields is hoisting that trophy and he's going from Dre's to Caesars to, to you know, the Bellagio to wherever, to the win, if he wants to hit that buffet, you know what I mean? I hear they taxing 75 bucks a person these days. We might want to get our reservation in early. All right, Kyle? So f- from now until the end of this pod, no matter how long, I just, every once in a while, want you to chime in with the ticket prices. All right, I because got you. I, my man, I, I appreciate being had, okay? Chief Vibes Officer Chris, you can look up, make some reservations, you know, for some dinners we can have while we're down there. All right, Tony, you already know where I'm going with you. All right, you are, you are in charge of all entertainment options available. Okay, we're talking shows while we out there in February. You know, maybe just maybe we can stimulate the local economy, hit Floyd Mayweather's spot, even though I understand that Floyd's is not, you know. Ah, ooh, we about to we about to get real right now. There was a place called Lacey's that was on, there's also a place called the Palomino, I believe. But Lacey's was in the corner of the Palomino. People would come from far and wide to go to the Palomino. But everybody knew to go to Lacey's, if you know what I mean. They played a certain kind of music in Lacey's. They, they danced a certain kind of dance. And it had to get shut down, but it was heaven on earth. I would tell y'all right now, if the Chicago Bears, no, 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 when the Chicago Bears make it to this year's Super Bowl, facing off against whichever AFC foe y'all want to throw out there as, 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 you know, sheep being led to slaughter, whether it be the Kansas City Chiefs, all right, or the Buffalo Bills. Y'all, everybody high on this Baltimore Ravens defense because Roquan Smith is a part of it now. Yeah, we already got the drop on him. Obviously, we know his weaknesses. Huh? Lamar Jackson. All the smoke. All the smoke. All of it. No matter. The, Call us all of it. the motherfucking Chicago chimneys from here on out. Because we can supply, we can conduct, or we can exit out the smoke. You feel me? Three plays. 129 yards, two touchdowns. Go get some Gatorade. You're perfect. Huh? Huh? What are we talking about here? And this is and and and, and this is for all you haters out there who cuz I saw a lot of it. Oh, Justin Fields did as much as you or I did. That ain't true. And now we're getting serious here, by the way. Welcome on in. Bears going to go 7 and 10. 
man, we gonna probably try to get to Vegas, you know, via the Ringer or Bill Simmons or Steve Cerruti. Somebody's gonna try to have us be in Vegas for Super Bowl weekend. I'm not mad at it. As a podcast, I feel like we've done enough good work, yeoman's work through this shit baseball season. Shout out to the Cubs; they did their thing in the month of July. But goddamn, you know, this has been a this has been a tough little two and a half months for the pod. We have been, I, hey, hey, you know what? Everybody, right now, unmute those mics right now. I want you guys to give yourselves a round of applause. You know the shit that we talked about two and a half, three months? Yeah, give yourselves a round of applause. All right? We built a bridge to the football season, okay? We we talked about it. You know, we, we didn't have to do any spelling bees. We didn't have to do any trivia contests. You feel me? Uh, we, we didn't talk to as many rappers or as many comedians as I threatened. Because guess what? We could do it on our own, okay? The White Sox did not help us out at all. The Cubs got hot in July. But by that time, we were so disenfranchised with baseball, we had to take a step back and gather ourselves. Well, guess what, fellas? The bridge has been built. Built to the 2023 slash 2024. That's right. Bears going to mess around and make some things uncomfortable for people in the NFC North and also in the NFC. Now, after we're done with all the fun, right? I can't ask for the offense to do much more than I saw, right? Hey, two drives, two touchdowns, knock yourself out. Like, that's all you can ask for. And and for all the people out there, because... <laughs> Justin, Justin Fields, the referendum, and this is what happens when you are uh, a city that has not seen a quarterback be groomed, nurtured, developed, acquired, and succeed since forever. I can't remember a time. Like, when's the last quarterback that you could think of as a Bears fan that was drafted and then developed and then came to fruition? Now, the development part is still happening with Justin Fields, right? I'm not going to go crazy. Listen. Tennessee Titans might be ass and their backups might be even more ass, right? Like 10 of their 11 starters on defense were sitting on the sidelines. Okay. Now I don't know how much Tennessee Titans football that y'all watched last year, but they were an average team last year. Defense was okay. They lost to Marcus Walker to the bears, right? Nate Davis. I hear he plays the Chicago bears. Haven't seen him yet. Right. But they lost some players. No Ryan Tannehill out there. You got Malik Willis who I like to affectionately uh, refer to as the brother who chose to go to Liberty, right? You got Malik Willis, and then you got Will Levis out there having zero awareness or pocket timing. Boy, hey, Will Levis made the Bears front seven look like it was the late 80s, early 90s Giants defense. You hear me? I'm like, which one of them is Carl Banks? Where's Pepper Johnson? Is that Lawrence Taylor? Oh, no, no, it's just Travis Gibson. I'm bullshitting. My bad. My bad, right? You Like, that... I can't tell y'all how happy I was leading up to a preseason football game. And, 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 and I make no bones about it, make no mistakes or no uh, apologies about it either. Okay? And fellas, this is another thing too. Before we even get into the game, I hope you laid your groundwork down. Right? I hope you, I hope you spoke to the, the significant other, the, the powers that be, the warden, the financial manager, the accountant, the agent in your life. Hope you sat him or her down. Said it. It's been real. Not gonna see you till February. <laughs> it's been real. I had to, you know, I had to, you know, my, my lady doesn't really give a shit about sports in the least. All right. Doesn't know when the calendars start, doesn't know when the end, just knows that there's work to be done and games to be watched. 
I, you know, I pulled it to the side on. I led it up to it, though, by the way. Thursday, I was like, yeah, man, football season coming around the corner. It's going to be crazy again, huh? Summer's almost over, right? Friday. Hit me with the, yeah. Hey, dog, you know, football season coming up. It's crazy, though. Tell him I ain't got it, dog. Tell him I ain't got it. (laughs) (laughs) No, seriously. Friday, you know, hit it with another, like, man, what you on this weekend? You know? Yeah, word. Crazy. Just about to. I have to sit and watch this Bears game and shit on Saturday. It's, you know, you know. And then, this is what you had to do. And I don't care, fellas. Foolproof. And and you're welcome, by the way, for the advice. Couldn't have planned it more perfect, by the way. Could not have planned it more perfect. Friday night, we hang out, go to a new spot, you know. Like, oh, baby, yeah, where are you? Let's, let's go hang out. Let's do what we do, you know. She, oh, no, no, Friday, actually, she went to a birthday party on a boat with her friends, you know. All right, so, you know, that was like an all-afternoon affair, you know. You know, she was going to come back nice and tired or whatever, comes back home. I wanted to go out. It's like, no, you know what? I'm saving my energy tomorrow for the Bears game. Yep, I am going to look that Soho house invite in the face and say, nope, I'm going to go back home, get my energy together for Bears football. Tomorrow at noon, me and the lady hang out for a little bit longer. I hit her with it again. Yeah, you know, it's crazy tomorrow. They got it. Can you believe they playing at noon? That's wild. Man. Can't believe them. Damn. Not going to be able to go hang out with your people. Man. And then, of course, you know, if all else fails, fellas, if all else fails. It's hard having lunch bill time. That's right. Had to take her for a romp that lasted just long enough till shortly before kickoff. That is correct. I watched Bears preseason, Bears, Titans, Justin Fields, second year in the offense, all the rookies flying around. You got the music being played by my man Jay Illa in the background of Soldier Field. I am in my bed with the sleep number on 60. Nice and firm. Got the got the watch TV setting, so my head is fully propped up. I have not moved. She did the greatest thing in the world. Shout out to Fontano Subs because she went and got us some subs. I mean, it, hey, listen, I, I, it's like being shipped off. <laughs> I'll see you in February, baby. You know I love you. <laughs> you know it's real. <laughs> Here goes the accounts. <laughs> Here goes the passwords. I am not about to be a fully functioning adult for the next six months. It's as simple as that. And then the game took place. After the Bears' defense was busy, <laughs> busy, you know, putting their roller skates on and taking them off, you know, you gotta, you gotta air them things out when you take them back to the, to the register, back to the cashier. Man, the Bears' defense got pushed around in the first couple series. Huh? All these defensive linemen that that aren't Yannick Ngakwe, right? All, all, all these uh, linebackers who aren't Tremaine Edmonds. Saw T.J. Edwards out there doing his thing. Saw Jack Sanborn out there on some roller skates as well, right? But the Bears got the football on offense, and y'all know. Little zero screen to D.J. Moore, third play of the game. You can't draw it up any better than that. And this is exactly what Ryan Poles was looking forward to. That offensive line getting out there and being athletic. You know, no more of the maulers and the plotters going to be the, the status quo for the Bears offensive line under Ryan Poles in this new scheme. You saw Cody Whitehair out there blocking on the screen pass of Khalil Herbert down the field, along with Jatari Carter. 
You saw Tevin Jenkins with the kickout block. You saw Braxton Jones getting out there on the screen for DJ Moore, right? You saw these guys, Dar Darnell Wright, moving to the second level in the seven or eight plays that he got. He did it a couple of times. Like, that, that offensive line looked spry, you know? You got, you got Carter, who was out there playing and placing Nate Davis and played in seven or eight games last year. The dude was a seventh-round pick out of Southern. If you, if you find certain diamonds in the rough, that you don't have to pay early, but are still diamonds in the rough, especially on the interior of the line. You got you got a couple of swing spots, right? Lucas Patrick is hurt. It's a guy that they signed last year. It's Tyree Carter's trying to figure out what's going on. <laughs> you know, do I can I play enough guard that if Nate Davis, who has missed four games apiece in the last two years in the regular season, can I fill in in a quarter or a couple of weeks or a month because of injury to a guy who's not yet played a snap? In practice, if I'm not mistaken, eight eight straight practices missed. So there was a bunch of things that I saw that I liked, a bunch of them. And for all the people out there who are doing the whole, well, Justin Fields really didn't do anything. Let me tell you something now. If he went two for five for 14 yards, Monday would have been a lot different conversation. We all, like, like let's keep it funky. If it's going to be one way, then it's got to be the other way, too. Same shit will make you laugh, make you cry. If you don't like Justin Fields, that's cool. If you if you love him and can't wait to see him fulfill his potential, that's cool as well. But the results bear witness. And if he would have struggled, because get, like I said, the, the, the pod before last, we hadn't heard the most sterling comments coming out of the Bears training camp. We were here, we were still hearing the whole, you know, it's a, it's a process. And he's still holding on to the ball too long, all those things. Well, guess what? In a, in a screen that was almost blown up, he held on to the ball, an extra beat, and he talked about it. Khalil Herbert had to bluff the, the blitzing linebacker, the blitzing A-gap. He had to bluff it long enough and hold it long enough to sell the screen. Guess what? If Justin Fields just gets rid of that football, throws it at, at the running back's legs, we say, okay, that's a great play. You're going to move on to the next one. If he throws a pick, we say, what are you doing there? It didn't develop, right? So when a play results in a touchdown, I don't give a shit what happened. It's a touchdown. <laughs> it's okay to, to celebrate the simple things because we're going to kill them on the big things. And we're going to kill them on the simple mistakes too. And they're going to happen. Three for three for 129 yards, two touchdowns. Hey, look like two line drives to me in the box score, <laughs> right? Uh, hit a little duck snort, hit a little blooper over the second baseman's head. That shit looked like a screaming line drive in the box score, doesn't it? You know why? Because it all counts the same. It's okay. There's going to be enough time for Justin Fields' decision-making and accuracy to be in the spotlight. Preseason game number one ain't one of them times. Guess what? He could come out against the Colts and go 7-4-11 with two interceptions, and we'll be right back at square one. And it's okay. It's okay. When he, when he succeeds, it should be celebrated. When he falters, it should be poured over and it should be critiqued. He's a big boy. I just, I just hate for people to get locked in there, you know, the little already understood and devised corners in terms of agenda and say, ah, well, you know what? Yeah, well, you and I could have done. No, we couldn't have. No, we absolutely could not have. And it's okay to have talent around you, too. That's the other thing. We can't talk for an entire season about Justin Fields not having talent around him. And then when he gets into the talent and the talent takes over, all of a sudden it's like, well, you know, 
he threw the ball behind the line of scrimmage. Yeah, it's yeah. Might as well be a running back still. I'm gonna I'm gonna hold on to these running back thoughts. You know, my <laughs> my <laughs> my soft bigotry and lowered expectations. You know, I just want to make sure it's understood that hey, he's still not my kind of quarterback. Like, what are we doing here? What are we doing? The Titans might be hell. The Bears might be ass for all we know. It was the first preseason game. The man got busy. He he dumped off three passes, got the ball out of his hands, which all of you asking for him to do is to get rid of the football. Meanwhile, Will Levis is holding on to that thing like it's a Christmas gift. Boy, I was sitting there like, hey, ain't nothing developing, young fella. Get rid of that bitch. They, hey, if Bill Cosby didn't teach y'all nothing else, and, and maybe I should stop using that reference at this point, but if Bill Cosby didn't teach y'all nothing else, right? Remember when he was teaching Rudy and Bud? Hey, they don't want you. They want the ball. They want the ball. Will, get rid of the ball. It will be your job momentarily, seemingly. You know, Malik Willis is out there running for his life. And 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 Traylon Burks, who I think is going to be a really good receiver when he stays healthy, he's not on the field. Get rid of that ball, Will Levis. <laughs> you out here making Travis Gibson look like Wilbur Marshall. We'll be back with more of the full goal with Jason Goff after a word from our sponsors. The dog days of summer are here and baseball season is heating up, so get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Just go to FanDuel.com slash FullGo to join today. So I went to the FanDuel app and hit the hit a home run parlay builder option. And of course, I came up with Jorge Soler plus 430, Aaron Judge at plus 310, and former Cub Wilson Contreras at plus 330. I got a three-leg parlay that's going to pay me off big bucks. So don't miss your chance to get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 when you join FanDuel today. Just go to FanDuel.com slash full go to sign up. FanDuel, the official partner of Major League Baseball. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit theringer.com slash RG. First online real money wager only. $10 deposit required. Refund issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See full terms at fanduel.com slash sportsbook. Jason Goff on the full goal. And the kick is good for the win. Fade to black. Brought to you by The Ringer, a Spotify original. And by the way, shout out to the Bears backups defensively because all we're looking at here is the depth against depth in that first preseason game. And for all of last year, guess what? That depth was starting level. <laughs> You saw a bunch of backups running around on the Bears defense last year, and it just doesn't have that feel, even with no Tremaine Edmonds out there. Man, Kyler Gordon, the, the hit that he laid in that first drive kind of set the tone for, okay, these boys are feeling a little frisky, feeling a little bit different, and then he did it again later on in the game. 
Eddie Jackson got stiff arms, so we're like, okay, well, Eddie's in preseason form, or regular season form, I should say, when it comes to physicality. But when you take a look at it, that secondary, that young secondary, is the strength of that defense. Defensive line still has a lot to be desired. You know Yannick Ngakwe out there, which is smart for him. <laughs> I'm not going to sign until two days before. I'm not trying to play this first preseason game. By the time the second one roll around, hey, coach, I'm not up to speed. My hamstring hurt. By the time the third one roll around, hey, guess what? We don't play in the third one. <laughs> see y'all game one of the regular season. Beautifully played, Yannick Ngakwe. I could already see it. I could already see it. They're going to run them around in practice. They're going to get them. They're going to get them, you know, worked out in practice. But Yannick Ngakwe ain't come here to, you know, <laughs> what, $11 million to rush only on third down so you can get there in the preseason and play all the run snaps? No, thank you. <laughs> Them boys out there got something to prove. <laughs> Not me. I'm trying to get another two-year deal so I can rush the passer only. How y'all doing? My name's Yannick Ngakwe. But seriously, Kyler Gordon making big plays. I mean, last year he had a propensity to put, get his hands on the football. Had three picks last year. Had a couple of pass breakups. Also had some tough times last year. He had his rookie struggles, but he's not scared of it to me. Like, any guy who moves with the bounce and the energy that he moves with, it always feels like he's making aggressive mistakes to me. Doesn't feel like he's, he's scared to put his, his helmet in there. And we already know Jaquan Brisker is just a battering ram, like a, a, a multi-talented uh, I think getting ready to be a premier level safety in this league. And then you got Eddie Jackson, who, hey, got his name back last year, right? And you got a very interesting situation developing at the corner spot because Jalen Johnson doesn't intercept passes, right? He doesn't, you know, he's, he can play, he can play high tier premium level corner in the league. He just, he's not going to take the ball away from you. And if you want to look at anybody, Look at what Byron Jones did. Byron Jones, the kid, I believe, out of UConn, they got drafted by the Cowboys and got a deal from the Miami Dolphins. If you look at Byron Jones' stats, Byron Jones really didn't get his hands on a lot of footballs, which is the reason why they let him walk. And if you're looking at anybody's money to try to kind of compare and contrast to, okay, where is the Jalen uh, where's the Jalen Johnson deal going to be? It's looking like that Byron Jones money. But to me, the most interesting thing that came out of the football game, and there's some other things that we'll get into as well, because we, we got to talk about, <laughs> we got to talk about old Tricky Dick Hightower's uh, special teams unit. We got we to gotta talk about your boys over there. But Tyreek Stevenson, man. Tyreek Stevenson got beat by Chris Moore on his first look, first pass attempt against him, 30 yards, over his shoulder, and he got beat. And my man Joe Colley, friend of the show, immediately, new Bears fans are watching, high traffic area on X or Twitter or whatever the hell you want to call it these days, threw out the burnt toast meme, talking about Tyreek Stevenson. And from that point on, that brother went on to control the football game. Impressive. Man. Impressive. Hey, you can, you can, tell, you can tell when a dude is um, comfortable with physicality and corners, you could corners will throw the, the, the hat in there every once in a while and be like, Oh, okay. That, that's him. That's him helping out with the run. There's a reluctant throw in and there's a, Oh, I want to mix it up. Throw in. And Tyreek Stevenson was helping set that edge. He, he was taking on blocks. Like 
there was a whole bunch coming his way, whether it be pass attempts or run fits. And the man played a damn good football game as a rookie. Now, you don't get recruited by Georgia and then are able to transfer to Miami if you can't play, right? He's got long arms. He's got good size, six foot, 214 pound corner. Perfect Tampa 2 dude. The arms allow you to engage and redirect and fall back on your landmarks and watch your keys. All he's going to do is see repetitions. We're going to see Tyreek Stevenson get his lunch handed to him sometimes, right? Because I think he's got enough swag and enough confidence that he's going to gamble on some shit and lose. But once he starts to get it, I think, and this is early, you know, early returns, right? Like I said, y'all heard it at the top. Bears going to the motherfucking Super Bowl. Let that be omnipresent throughout this, you know, conversation we're going to have about this first game. But, man, there's some things. Like, y'all know how I feel about Ryan Poles. I'm willing to tell y'all when I feel that, you know, maybe this move is questionable or we'll see how this goes. And I'm also willing to tell you, hey, he got something. Hey, when he found out that the Carolina Panthers wanted to move up to the number one pick, you got something, dog. Hey, I can't, I can't front. Damn near what four picks and a starting wide receiver who could who could do what he did in his very first game as a bear, tip the cap. Defensive line still a big question mark. Offensive line look good, look good. Still want to see one of the top three agent acquisitions play in Nate Davis. Still want to see what that left side is looking like now with Tevin Jenkins and Braxton Jones. But man, that Tyreek Stevenson. And then, you know, Tyler Scott, from everything that we've heard, Tyler Scott has been balling in practice. He's been making it tough. You, you think Chase Claypool all of a sudden just got inspiration, not only because it's his last year on his deal, but also because there's a different voice and a different face and a little bit more youth in that wide receiver room. So top to bottom, Bears-Titans was a win for Ryan Poles. Forget the scoreboard. It's a win for Ryan Poles. Because now going forward, you could feel like, okay, there's, there's a crust for the pie now. You know what I mean? This ain't just, you ain't just buying filling, hoping that one day a crust is going to make itself. There's some foundation here. They still got, what, like 40, what, 37 or 40 first year, second year, or rookie players? It's still the youngest team in the league. They're going to make some mistakes. But I'll be damned, man. First preseason game, get off to a start like that against an opponent in the Titans who won. There's a quarterback that you had to contain and a quarterback that you pretty much knew was going to be in the pocket. So you saw whatever you were going to get out of that pass rush, eight sacks. They had seven all preseason last year. They had 20 and a half all year in the regular season last year. Anybody who can get to the quarterback is finding themselves in a better place than they were the week before because there, there ain't no spots to me that are locked in. We were talking about Travis Gibson maybe being a cap casualty. We were talking about him and Kendall Vildor for that, what, two and three quarter million dollar salary cap, especially with the prorated bonuses because of their production and the amount of snaps that they played early on in their career. I'm thinking, hey, maybe if Travis Gibson doesn't have a great camp, he find himself on the outside looking in. Guess what? He goes out, has, what, five tackles? Three quarterback hurries, one sack. Played well. Dominique Robinson was looking forward to him. Didn't really see much from him. 
Hey man, on on a, on a defensive line that had to be revamped, that wasn't revamped. This is like the eighth and ninth live for a lot of these dudes in this camp. Even though I saw Jalen Carter's first snap as a Philadelphia Eagle. Boy, oh boy. All I could think of was like, all right, Jay, go back and go back and look at a couple of those run plays where Darnell Wright got to the second level. Yeah. Go ahead and go ahead and balance it out in your head real quick. Make him, you know, because I'm really easy to um, dissuade. You know, I've, I've told my friends this and my people in my life, all you got to do is say some shit confident, confidently enough to me. And I'll be like, okay, all right, you, you, you might have it. You might be right. <laughs> Your name is not Jason Goff. You know what? It, it's kind of always been Frank. You're right. You're right. My apologies. You know, they, <laughs> they telling me, hey, you got to keep Justin upright. I'm like, it'd be nice if you could do that with four to five guys, you know, not being <laughs> a first round pick. I, I'm cool with Darnell Wright being a, a Philadelphia Eagle right now and Jalen Carter being a Chicago Bear. But hey, I don't want to rain on the Bears Super Bowl parade that started Saturday on Lakeshore Drive. I saw the, saw the tailgating out there too, boy. We out there. <laughs> we are out there. Shout out to Herb Howard and the, the Bigs. You know, saw some of the video. <laughs> yeah, we in full force, boy. Kevin Warren and Justin Fields ain't the only representation when it comes to Black Beardom. That, that parking lot, that parking lot was looking good, boy. You know? <laughs> but man, football season is back. Um, fellas, you know, get your training in now, right? Know that you're gonna have that 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 weird third quarter nap that's calling your name, you know, push through now, okay? Understand that you're going to have to do the double dip. Which game are you going to mess around and miss? Will it be the Sunday night game? Hmm? Huh? Will it be the Thursday night game? Okay, or are you going to be the nine-hour savage and go just go from noon, right, to, to 10 o'clock that night? Because football is back. And let's be clear. Preseason football is trash. It's horrible. It's terrible. It can't get worse. It might be the worst exhibition season of all. We don't get to see basketball. They play it without cameras in a barn. You really don't hear about it or know about it. You know what I mean? As long as nobody gets hurt, you're going to have a bunch of G League All-Stars out on the floor wearing Bulls jerseys. Right? Baseball, it's in the sun. Everybody lying. Pitchers getting their ass shelled. They say, oh, they're, they're just working on some things. Off-speed pitches don't really, they really fly further out here. You know, they get all that bullshit, but it's fun because you feel like the summer's on the way. Preseason football, <laughs> you, just got, you just got refs like, you know what, I ain't calling that shit. <laughs> we'll be here all day if I call that. Like, it's 47 holes each play. You know, like, dudes are lined up offsides. Like, dudes are not covering up tight ends. There's all these illegal procedures. I messed around and, and <laughs> I DVR'd the Colts game because I'm like, yeah, let me get the jump on. Uh, let me get the jump on Bears Colts for week two. Man, I watched six plays and I'm like, man, what the hell am I doing? Let me take my black ass outside before the summer. I'm sitting there watching Colts preseason football. For what? Huh? I don't have to lie to y'all anymore like I used to have to lie to y'all when I was doing this on radio. Hey, guys. I uh, I know you guys will be 
be really interested in me seeing the routes that Michael Pittman Jr. is running. Man, get the fuck out of here. I turned that on to see how big, how big, uh, what's my man's name, the, the quarterback? It's not Anthony, Anthony Randolph. Richardson. It's Anthony Richardson. Yeah, I almost called him Anthony Randolph, former LSU uh, power forward. Dude, I thought it was going to be a stud, too. Bouncy, defender, just couldn't play basketball. But yeah, I tuned in to see how big Tyrus Anthony. Thomas? Yeah, for real. I tuned in to see how big. Damn, shot from Tyrus for no reason. He's just sitting at the crib right now. Just, just... I, I never liked Tyrus. I never understood that. Man. Anyway, man, talk about a dude who like wasn't ready for a lot of things, and then you come to find out like all the things he was dealing with mental health wise while he, that he didn't have diagnosed. And man, there was there were few young people that I had run into in this business that were uh, more surly than Tyrus Thomas. Like he seemed like he was always on guard or in a tough mood. And then, you know, come to find out if you do your Googles on Tyrus Thomas, he understands now after years and years and some introspective, you know, intervention and learning about oneself that, you know, our anxieties and our worries and fears lead to high irritability and annoyance, even if you're a millionaire at 20 with very low expectations and not surpassing any of them. He got his nose broken in his first game as a bull. Remember that? Got his nose. Tyrus thought he was going to come into the league and just dunk on everybody. And very first game. Memphis Grizzlies were like, no, sir, that will not be happening. <laughs> you will go up there and you will come down with a mask. And that's exactly what happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I tuned into that Colts game to see how big the quarterback was. I was like, mm, I'm cool now. Uh, all right. Shane Steichen and the boys, get after it. Now the Bears are going to have a combined practice with the uh, – the Indianapolis Colts. So it'll be good for them to see, you know, what they've been working on. You get to go up against somebody different. And like I mentioned in the last pod, these practices are more important than they've ever been in the NFL. With the lightened workload, with some of the measures that have been taken in the new CBAs, um, you're not going to get a lot of game action. And these practices, you know, they ain't going pads, you know, pads and, and, and two a days like they used to. So you got to get your work in somehow. So, They'll have a, an interesting week against the Colts and Matt Eberflus to get to see some players that he's coached for a few years and, you know, go up against some guys who that's probably the best, too. When you go up against guys who knew one shit, but you had to pump them up that entire time because you were their coach. <laughs> You're sitting there talking to Justin like, hey, man, this guy ain't shit. I wanted to bench him. <laughs> he was a draft pick. Go at this dude the entire time. In fact, continue to go after him. He said something about my mama. I, I really don't fuck with him on any level. You know, you're like, <laughs> you know, you, you flip sides all of a sudden. Hey, by the way, this dude over there, he's got this, uh, he's got this arthritic condition in his hip. So if you want to just, you know, hit him, hit him in the hip real quick before you go high on him, you know, we get him out this practice. We look real good. I'm, I'm sure those kind of things happen. But yeah, man, Bears, Super Bowl. I don't know what else to, to say to y'all. They're going to the Super Bowl. Uh, we should start practicing uh, the new rendition of the Super Bowl shuffle. Uh, we should you know, get some Chicago artists maybe to, to, to jazz it up, spice it up a little bit. Um, you know, we'll see what little Dirk, well, <laughs> probably won't go with little Dirk right now. It's a little hot. Um, shout out to every, every last one of y'all that went to, uh, my home away from home, the United center for the summer jam. 
and uh, all the hilarity that ensued. Hopefully, everybody got out of there safe. All I know is I was on the Citizen app watching all of y'all act a fool. Yes, I was. I was watching live accounts of y'all going to the United Center and tear shit up because little Dirk got on stage and you didn't know how to handle yourselves. Chicago, gotta love it. Gotta love it. Yeah, we'll redo the Super Bowl shuffle. Kyle, do we have? Any ticket information? Have you been looking in this time that we have been talking about the Bears run to Vegas? What do we what what's the bill? What like what is this gonna cost Bill Simmons in the ring? So uh, right now I got it as so I round trip each person five eighty nine. Oh. Hey Bill. Bill, hold on. <laughs> is this on Bill? It's an early investment player. Feel me? You you drop that twenty four hundred right now on these tickets. Next thing you know, when it's a thousand, twelve hundred, thirteen hundred, when the Bears are in the NFC Championship game, you know, against the Philadelphia Eagles, Jalen Hurts versus Justin Fields, right? The 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 young teacher against the even younger student, right? Like, go ahead. You know, what are we talking about, Kyle? Are we talk what 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 are we what are the accommodations here? Because five eighty nine sounds a little low for my taste. I don't know how y'all travel. We might be a little bit different. But tell oh, me, so tell me you, what you want. You want the first class prices? No, no, I didn't see. See, once again, once again, see, look at, look at Kyle. Look at, see, look at, you see what he did, Tone? You see, he took offense to it and immediately jumped in his bag about what you want. I just asked what the accommodations were for the 589. That's all I asked, Kyle. You know, it's just the, it's just the, the, you know, the regular standard uh united oh, look look how you talk about it look how you look how you talk about it look so you're making me seem like the bad guys this thing draws no. out here okay just a regular standard air travel huh yeah what, what are we talking about kyle we can we sit in the 20s huh how close to the, to the shitter are we gonna be kyle <laughs> tell me <laughs> no nah, i mean on this one i could choose where we sit so i could we could oh. choose I I could I like they showed me the seat map and everything so I could see where the seats are and all that. Where would you sit, Kyle, if you were booking yourself? If 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 if, if expense, you know, wasn't an issue, where would you put yourself, Kyle? See, honest, anywhere that there's no middle seat because I I I I can't do uh, the middle see. seat. I'm just it doesn't fit me. See, Kyle. See, Kyle. Look at you, it's Tom. I'm going to let you, this is, this is your pupil. Okay, Chris, this is on you. I asked this man if he could sit anywhere on a plane, where would he want to sit? And he said, anywhere but the middle seat. The thing that everybody knows is the seat that they don't want. This man picked that instead of, you know, he, he, he shaded me, by the way. <laughs> shaded me. and was like, oh, my bad, big dog. I didn't know where you wanted to sit. And then is going to do the whole, hey, man, I'll sit anywhere but the middle. You know what this is, right? It's a coup. He's trying to overthrow the, the <laughs> he's trying to overthrow the pot. He knows exactly how he should respond and how we're going to respond. With, what? Do y'all rock with exit, exit row seats? Oh, uh, black the, first where class. You gotta, yeah. Where you got to be the, uh, yeah, yeah I, I rock with it. I'm like, yeah. hey, if I got to be, I got to get trained to be the superhero of this plane. You know, when things go crazy, you know, I'll take that title for that extra leg room. What? Which is for, a for, for lie, which is a lie. I nod. I, 
at this point, if I get nudged by Pia when they're saying shake your head, if you say yes to the to the commands or whatever, she just knows to weekend at Bernie's me and just nod my head for me. Yes, because let me tell you something right now. If your Nana is sitting next to me and this bitch is going <laughs> down, let me let me let me tell you who's going to be used as the battering ram to get the exit door open. Okay, <laughs> she's already lived her life. Okay, it's time for. Pam to, to, to be wedged against this door with the force of God himself. What? Are you kidding me? Yes, I, I am able to help everyone out this aisle that is named Jason Goff. Get the fuck out of here. Kid, you, and when, when the shit goes down, literally, and people start to panic, you think I'm going I'm to get your, your auntie and her pill box and, and, and the food that she brought on this plane that's been stinking for the last hour? I'm going to get her off safely first? Yeah, check goddamn mine. What is that? Is that, a, is that is that a general rule that we should have? Hey, if emergencies happen, all the older folks need to take this L. Oh, how do, you lived? You lived. <laughs> your, you've lived your life already. <laughs> what? Let me tell you something right now. If this, I mean, seriously, if if it was going down and it was you and and, and a couple of kids, what do you think them kids would say about you? Huh? So, so why would I feel any different? First of all, it's it's a miracle you got up here, and we appreciate you for flying. Okay, all right. I flew next to an old dude last when we were coming back from Vegas. I'm like, bro, why don't you just cough right into my mouth? Let's let's just skip the middle man. <laughs> <laughs> let's just let's let's just do that. Like, are you like, is this a pre-existing condition or are you like, are you remixing COVID? Is this what's happening? Because I'm the entire flight. He is coughing directly on me, and it's not like it's like aiming it anywhere else. It's just it's as if he's turning to his right to cough on me. Okay, so yeah, if we have an issue where there's a, I don't even, I'm not even talking about going down. If there's turbulence, guess what? Saul is going on the floor. Kidding me? I am surfing down the aisle on Saul's back. Get the fuck out of here. Am I going to help somebody? What? You, you shouldn't have had him up here alone. That's how I see it. <laughs> you should have flew with him if you if they needed that much assistance. Get out of here. And the, and the and the flight attendants know it too. They know. Oh, like oh yeah, he half drunk. He ain't helping nobody off this plane. They know. I I I make eye contact. Hey, I introduce myself to my flight attendants. Let's get comfortable. Feel me? I'm going to be snoring. <laughs> my feet are going to be out in the aisle. Don't run it over with that truck the way y'all like to do. Because they love doing that. They love bumping into your knees with that little that little dessert and uh, drink cart. Did y'all know, by the way, you can't even play. You can't pay with your card for drinks in the air anymore. You got to have, like, this digital wallet now. Did you know that? I know. Yeah, man. The last two times I flew, it was Spirit. Maybe it was taking everybody. Well, for air. Like, you trying to breathe? Two dollars, homie. I've, I've. You want some water? Ain't no complimentary cups of water. I have flown Spirit one time in my life. And that was like on the way somewhere. And when I got to the airport, I changed the, the round trip flight. I, I was like, no, no, no. This is not happening. Yeah, I'm sorry, man. It is a beautiful, uh, invention and uh, a marvel of technology that we can get into a tin can and fly anywhere in the world that we want. 
guess who I don't want to do it with? The people in the spirit line. Sorry, man. I, y'all can call me what y'all want. Y'all can say what y'all want about me. There are certain things I will not do, certain things I will not eat, certain things I will not be. And I think the combination of all those things happen on spirit, to be honest with you. There's <laughs> a reason you should not like the the experience of flying shouldn't cost you the same as a chicken dinner. You feel me? Like there's a reason why <laughs> the tickets are $74.99. It's because I don't even know if they had pilots half the time. You talk about getting mad at me because your Nana is in an exit row and she can't get helped. I'm not. The motherfuckers that that fly spirit probably still in barber school. So I'm cool. No, I'm good. I'm good. So while Kyle continues to shade me about the accommodations, you know, how much of the first class accommodations cost out of anywhere but middle? Can you believe this Negro? Anywhere but the middle. If you don't have these white people put you in first class, like this is this is going against like this is what happens when like a player negotiates for less and the the rest of the union is like, <laughs> hey man, get on the phone. <laughs> get on the phone with Patrick Mahomes, man. He is fucking the number up. <laughs> this man's like, hey, y'all can put me in y'all can put me uh y'all can put me with the baggage if you want. Just oh, don't yeah, put nah, me in the middle no, seat. No, 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 not that. <laughs> so what's the what's the first class number? For oh, Bears first- Super Bowl Madness in Vegas. First class is looking one thousand uh thirteen hundred. Oh, thirteen hundred? Oh man. Dropping the bucket for Spotify and Ringer. Bill Simmons. See I named all three entities, right? Make sure we cover all the bases. <laughs> make sure we make sure everyone knows that Chris Sutton, uh that's with two T's in the last name, uh Anthony Gill and Kyle Williams and me. You're you you know, your lovable host, uh, Ellsworth Golf. Uh, those are the legal names you could put down now. Go ahead and get those tickets ready, y'all. Bears going to the motherfucking Super Bowl. Hey, this is Lance Briggs. You're listening to The Full Go with Jason Goff. Man, Hard Knocks got me thinking about uh, those Jets. Man, it was getting like a uh, like Aaron Rodgers looking like uh, he's like he's like it's Optimus Prime you. out there, man. It's, like it's, what? It's like, working on you, guy? Chris. Who's this guy? It's working. It's working on y'all. I, I watch also, Hard. Knocks. I watch Hard Knocks. The like, first episode. More likable. I, I, oh my god, I hate y'all. More likable. I fucking hate y'all. <laughs> what is wrong with y'all? Yeah, and the Kyle can see it. Hard, what the fuck the is that? Kyle, right. Kyle's still wet behind the ears, and he can see that bullshit. As, uh, more likable. I couldn't. You know, I went to go watch that hey. episode just because of you motherfuckers and this whole more likable shit. And I'm watching him. I'm like, oh, the motherfucker has only had a camera on him for the last two years straight. Straight. The man went and tried out for Jeopardy. He is doing every show possible. Can't wait to jump on Pat McAfee and the boys. Like, this man is is is... Is setting himself up for the second act, or I guess yeah, the second act of his professional career, which is either movies, TV, or game show hosting, or whatever the case may be. So yeah, when a motherfucker walks out onto the field for the first time in the first two minutes of the goddamn show and goes, "I'm gonna give y'all some good shit," let me tell you what he's not being for the rest of the time out there. 
genuine. Like what? Is, oh, you know, Aaron Rodgers is pretty likable. He's he's telling Zach Wilson to he's open, doing, open doing, up his he's hip doing on the, the gang handshakes now. Yeah, yeah. He's doing the, all the, the gang he handshakes. Yeah, he had them all well, down and stuff. He had all the daps. He had all the well, daps out there. Well, like that ball, that, well, that, that yeah, ball, guess what? that ball coming out like a little sparrow out of his hands and stuff. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> guess what? I I hope I hope all those handshakes. Uh, you know, dry up all the tears of all the players whose hands he shook while he was busy telling his gra- their grandparents and the rest of the world not to get vaccinated as the old black folks were dying off. I I, I hope all the handshakes <laughs> suffice. <laughs> while, yeah, yeah, yeah. What Jay Z say? Yeah. We, we we passed that now. I guess. I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Right. What Jay Z say? You ain't shit. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, this is the other thing. I've never really hated Aaron Rodgers. Like, even with the whole, you know, I own you, I own your ass and all that. When, when he talked to the baby, he was right. He was right. You know? It's all of it. Yeah. You, you got to be so That's a factual statement. Right. How you think a pimp talked to a hoe? Nicely? What <laughs> <laughs> you talking to? Like, he was slapping you around. You're like, yes, sir. Yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. I'm going to shut up. <laughs> I'm going to be quiet next time you start talking, Mr. Rogers. Yeah. He, he, he's, he's, he's taking Zach Wilson under his wing. Man, it's all good when you ain't got no pressure. Yeah. Come, come on. Let me show you how to be great. I know you're not going to pick up on it, but let me show you how to be great. Stop playing with me. This is Operation uh, Image Makeover or Image, I should say, Remake. Yeah, that's all good. Just go ahead and play some football, baby. They got a terrific team. Them two, hey, more Garrett Wilson and more Sauce Gardner for me. That, that I, I'm going to continue to watch this series. Yeah, they'll try to get the the linebacker in the fucking footage that we don't know of. Like, like they got so many personalities. By the way, at the end of the at the end of the first episode, he's like, "Hey, by the way, we still gonna do the hard knocks thing where we uh, make you fall in love with somebody who has no chance of making this team." <laughs> like, here's that person with three minutes left. <laughs> Meanwhile, Leif Shriver and, and and Robert Sala and you know everybody's everybody's doing the whole New York Jets thing. Everybody's you know sitting there making sweet mouth love to Aaron Rodgers for 35 straight minutes like we get it we get it he's amazing right but we get it but i'm not going to fall for this shit i'm going to fall for Aaron Rodgers being this cuddly lovable quarterback he's been an asshole from the moment he set foot in the NFL why would he be any different now and why would you want him to be different like, there's a reason why, like, textures and fabrics make sports. You know, the personalities. I always say, man, the reason I love Deion Sanders is because I love Barry Sanders. Right? Like, I can take it, I can take in, you know, hey, one style as opposed to another style, personality traits and character flaws and all this. I don't need the perfect quarterback. Y'all had that with Tom Brady, and then you found out that he's the world's most famous baby daddy who didn't vote for somebody that y'all liked. (laughs) Simple as that. Like, I don't need that. I don't need – can you throw the football and entertain me? Huh? Josh Allen, come on down. Patrick Mahomes, come on down. Justin Herbert, Lamar Jackson, Joe Burrow, Aaron Rodgers. I don't give a shit what you doing at the crib or if your family don't like you. I don't care about that shit. So yeah, now that he's in front of the hard knocks cameras, oh look at 
Look at look how personable Aaron Aaron Rodgers is. Oh, look at making Nathaniel Hackett a lovable dude. I'm like, I didn't hate him, but now I'm, I hate him now. Like, <laughs> I don't need him to. I don't need to make Nathaniel Hackett lovable. Coach football. I am here for the film rooms and the the the, the team meetings where motherfuckers is getting cursed out. That's all I'm here for. I'm here for. Brinston Buckner or a Brinston Buckner type figure with a backwards hat on with a mouthful of dip telling a 24-year-old he ain't shit. That's what I'm here for. That's all. Y'all can, y'all can have a rest. For, uh, charcuterie coochie boards. Hey, man. I, <laughs> you know, you, you get Eric, ba- Eric Badu, get the incense. Like, we can make this a thing. <laughs> we can make this a thing, man. Charcuterie boards. Yeah, <laughs> said it with confidence what? too, didn't he? Dead serious. He said it with dead confidence. Serious. Yeah, yeah. Got to be careful, man. Have to be careful. You know, <laughs> that's why I try to try to stick to the rivers and lakes that I'm used to. Because <laughs> you mess around and step out there with full confidence, you're gonna get embarrassed out here on national TV. Shout out to Solomon Thomas uh, sighting too, by the way. The best arms probably in the NFL. But y'all remember Solomon Thomas, right? Mitchell Trubisky, Solomon Thomas, you know, that draft. Both trash. Oh, my God. Well, I mean. Both. No. Solomon got hurt and wasn't very good in San Francisco. So you're right. You're right. But yeah, man, this hard knocks propaganda campaign. See, this is the thing. I never dislike the person. I just dislike the energy or the people that are making me f- try to feel a way about something. What does that make well, other than an idiot? What does that make me, right? Because I, I never hated Tim Tebow. I just hated the Tim Tebow people. You know what I mean? Like, I never hated or, or, or despised the Patriots. I just hated the Patriots people. Right. Or the Celtics fans or or, you know, just those type. It's never the thing or the person. Y'all going to make me not like Aaron Rodgers because y'all want to like him, if that makes any sense. <laughs> like, man, Aaron Rodgers is so much more. I don't give a shit if he's much more different. Entertain me when I turn on New York Jets football, throw for 400 yards and four or five touchdowns. You can spit all the, the anti-vax nonsense and all the other stuff on your own time. I'm I'm fine. I'm down with it. I'm cool with it. Do your thing. I don't need to like you. You give a shit about Aaron Rodgers' likability factor? Kidding me? I watched those Jeopardy episodes. One good. One <laughs> good. I, guess what I said to myself? He is a quarterback. That's it. I don't need it anymore. Right? So, yeah. It was he did son the whole quarterback group though by tell, making them go over there and say hello to Lee Shriver. I'm like, oh my god, I'm, I saw I that. I saw for that. My, I am playing for my life right now. The fuck you? What you mean? Go say hello to him? <laughs> I'm trying to get these reps in. I will be working at Carmax in two weeks. You hear me? <laughs> Kidding me? <laughs> All right. Aaron Rodgers likability, please. You just a regular Joe like you and me, man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> just love football. Just exactly. love football. Sitting, just throwing the rock around. You know, forty-six million in New York. That motherfucker got to go from Green Bay, Wisconsin, for five, six months of his life to New York City. Psh, he already won. They ain't got to win shit. Mr. Fool, go
What up, world? It's Vic Spencer, and you're listening to The Full Goal with Jason Golf, presented by The Ringer, a Spotify original. Do we? That man is hilarious. So, he's too old to be doing that. (laughs) (laughs) He is too old to be doing that. (laughs) <laughs> hey man, it's never gonna get old. By the way, no pun intended. But like, anytime Bayless Jones fucks up, it's gonna be man, you too old for this shit, dog. <laughs> you came out of school at twenty five. Like every fundamental has to be textbook for you. You know what I mean? Like you, you got to be the dude. And he's fast. That's the other thing too. Like if he was slower or something like that, he'd be like, hey man, all your, you got to catch the ball with the with the diamond. You got to look the ball in. You know you're not fast. You know. But he's fast as hell. Let me tell y'all this right now. Richard Hightower. Y- y'all yanked this man off of punt returning duties last year. Get ready to do it again. The first preseason game after everybody was, even the defense bounced back and got the, you know, it made their plays. Offense did what they had to do. P.J. Walker is out here wilding, by the way. P.J. Walker is out here just, <laughs> he is out here just playing flag first football. couple plays, he's slugging. Oh I was like, God. what is he doing? Yo. Yo, PJ Walker, listen, listen. If you want to ensure <laughs> that, that Justin Fields gets every snap and and the fans love it, get some more of that PJ Walker in your system. What? PJ Walker is out here playing <laughs> seven on seven flag football. That man is like, hey, go deep. Uh, you do the button hook at the car. Uh, you stop at Miss Johnson's house. Ready, break. <laughs> like PJ Walker is looking. He they intercepted a ball. PJ Walker was like, I bet you I could throw a ball over some mountains. <laughs> Just reared back. <laughs> like it's a quick, I know it's a quick change, and you want to mess around and, and catch defense, napping or off the dean. Man, <laughs> this dude eyeballed the deep round, was like, I'm going deep. I don't give a shit what's happening back there. I don't care if it's coming. That's three. So funny. Oh duh. He, <laughs> it, it was as if you put the jugs machine tilted <laughs> way in the air and was just like, let's see how high you can throw a ball up into the air. Yeah, shout out to PJ Walker for making Justin Fields a fan favorite around here. Because we all know if PJ Walker was, I don't know, Brad Walker, <laughs> this would be a little bit different. But since you got a brother backing up a brother, there's no chance for a quarterback controversy. We all know that. But Valus. Valus, Valus, Valus. They trying so hard, brother. They try. They work the package to play. Like, this is the second training camp in a row now that we've heard that Valus Jones is looking good, actually, as a receiver. What I need Valus Jones to look good as is a person with the ball in his hands. That man, for some reason, has very, very distinct issues with catching punts. This man has caught punts for the last 10 years of his college career. What's going on here? Like, either you're going to get yourself a secure and seven guy, which, you know, is exactly what it sounds like. Get the ball, you get upfield seven yards, and you go down. Or, or you're going to get a guy who you can bust a big play or two or three. You know, somebody who's got that ability to take two or three to the crib. You'll settle for some mistakes here and there. You can't be both, though. 
<laughs> you can't be the dude who doesn't catch the ball. And then the second punt, when the second punt bounced, I was like, oh, baby. I, 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 I felt He's like, letting balls bounce oh, now? Oh, man. I felt nah, like no, no, he no, was no, no. my kid in that moment. I was like, oh, baby, come come sit on the bench, baby. Come, come, come over here. Let's talk about it. You letting the ball bounce? What? <laughs> and it's not inside the 10? This is not Tennessee. This, this is this, not this, the this, SEC. This is how I'm going to fix it. I, I can't catch it, so I, I figure I'll let it bounce first, and then I go get it, and then that's that's how we're going to do it. He did all this work in the offseason. He was at that that punters camp where, they, you know, punters, you know, go camp with each other and try different techniques and all. He and I believe the Carolina Panthers uh, kick returner went out there just to field punts, 50 or 60 punts a day. Like, what was happening? Is it just, you know, you got the, the live ammo flying at you during a preseason game and you just don't know what to do? Like, hey, man, look around that wide receiver room. <laughs> it's a lot more talented and a lot younger. <laughs> like, like you, you are, like, the second oldest dude in the fucking room now. Like, what are you doing, dog? <laughs> you're in your second year and you're 25 years old, 26 years old. You got to catch these punts, player. Cause Jay, go ahead. We, no, I was going to say you. You experienced this. You, you're the oldest. I'm also the oldest. It's like you know, you do something dumb, and your parents. Like, I'm like, come on, man, you too old for this. You got yeah. to out here every day. What, what, are you, what are we doing out here every day? Every day I go through that shit. Not just with my parents, <laughs> family, friends. Yeah, so I know what it is to do some shit and be like, damn, I am too old for this. Valus, you too old for this. Catch the football, fam. You got one gig, baby. I mean, you know. And we could joke about it all we want. But as this thing goes on, this season happens, like this is how you start to filter out who's going to be here when it is time for us to start booking those tickets. You find it out now. Are you going to be a backup on a contender? Are you going to be a principal player on a contender? Or... Will you be on somebody else's practice squad? Because that's the way he's performing. Every job is up for grabs, and it should be. This team won three games last year. Expectations are higher, but not high enough that you got to keep people that's, that's costing you games. And please believe me, those kind of mistakes will cost you games with as young a core as you have. <laughs> The Bears not gonna the Bears not gonna do what they did last year in one score games. I believe they were one and seven, right? Some of that'll even out, but they're gonna get beat because of things that they just not haven't experienced. So you gotta play within the margins. You gotta make sure you're not jumping off sides. You gotta make sure you're not getting pre-snap penalties. And one of the most important things you talk to any football coach and they talk about the three phases. And people go, oh, why you mention you know you only mention offensive defense for fans, really? Well, you mess around and have penalties or turnovers on that third phase or the fourth phase, as some teams like to call it. That's a backbreaker. There's only five or six plays that those teams really get. So for you not to be clean and perfect all five or six or seven of those plays, and then on top of it to be giving the football away, if I can't trust that you're securing the football, then. <laughs> You, you put a running back back there. Put a running back back there and get you five, six yards. And speaking of running backs, Roshan Johnson, hey, love the 24-yard run. 
But man, does that dude run high? If you look at the 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 nine or ten carries that he got outside that twenty yard run, he, when he and the line wasn't helping him out, but he was getting stood up in the backfield and not getting a whole bunch of leg drive because of how high he runs. Like I'm ecstatic to to watch his talent. One, I think it's cool to have a running back wearing number thirty. Two, he's a big dude. Like he's a sizable cat, and you saw with that body lean. You know, he he turned what should have been a two, three-yard game into a 24-yard run. Ran over some people, ran through some people, put on the Jets a little bit. You got to get them pads down, though, player. You're going to get your ass lit up, especially in the NFL, especially behind this line that's still trying to figure itself out. So, yeah, Bears entertain the hell out of me. But there's still some things we need to, we need to keep our eyes on as Bears fans. The Valus Jones situation. The Nate Davis situation, can't wait to see Tremaine Edmonds, right? I mean, he's noticeably not in the middle of this defense. And I'm talking about just from a sheer size standpoint. You know, you go back and watch some of those old Buffalo Bills games, and you can just tell that there is a six foot four, 260-pound condor in the middle of the defense making sure things don't happen. Not the plays that he is making, but just the passes that won't get thrown because of that kind of size and mass in the middle of the defense. But these three games are here for us to figure out who we're going to like, who we're going to hate, who's going to be on this team, who's going to impact it positively, who's going to impact it negatively. But Bayless, 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 I know you fast player, but we all the same speed running for a fumble or running for a muff punt. I get him. He he got about another two, three chances. Like at this point, he's going to have to start popping big plays. Not just catching the ball, just to offset the fact that you can't have turnovers on special teams. You can't have penalties on special teams. And now you just watch. And I know it's a little inside baseball, right? But you just watch. Teams are going to try to make him move a lot more going forward because these three drops, these three muffs that he's had in his career, they've all been on the move. They've all been angular punting. Teams bearing down on you. Are you keeping your focus on the target? Are you high pointing that ball? Are you low pointing that ball? Are you catching it with fundamentals? Or are you worried about the oncoming rushers? Like, it's a different world back there. So you got to figure it out because I think that I don't know how many wide receivers they're going to carry. St. Brown, your blocker. Claypool, got to figure out what's going on there. Tyler Scott, Darnell Mooney, DJ Moore. Starting to get to that 6-7 territory where you have to be a contributor on special teams. Bayless Jones is going to mess around like this on special teams. It's going to be a short-lived preseason for him. It's Chicago in the house. Let me hear you say yeah. Yo, you listening to the Full Golf Podcast with my man Jason Golf. It's your boy Dave Jeff. Holla at y'all. Much love. That's all the time we have for episode 276 of the Full Go Podcast, brought to you by The Ringer and, of course, Spotify is the gang. want to thank our production staff, as always, the shadowy figure that is known as Steve Cerruti. 
the exceptional one himself, Kyle Williams, the Chief Vibes Officer, Chris Sutton, my main man, Tony Gill. Looking forward to Tuesday's pod, y'all, when we have a conversation with the one, the only, Ja Rule, huh? Hip-hop celebrating his 50th birthday. I will talk more about how I celebrated hip-hop's 50th birthday along with Ja Rule. We're getting some fantasy football. I had his terrific wine from the Rose Wine Cellars. So uh, looking forward to the conversation with a hip-hop legend, hip-hop icon in Ja Rule on episode 277. But until then, uh, appreciate y'all for downloading this thing. Thank you so much for subscribing to it, following us on the socials. Uh, thanks for rating and reviewing us. Giving us five stars. You know we need. If not, we're gonna see you in these streets. Uh, continue to to you know get through the baseball season. Sox fans, Cubs fans, we will be uh, hipping you to new and uh, I guess improved energy. Right after this terrific July run that they've had into August, uh, Jameson Tyon got his uh, his ears pinned back a little bit against the Toronto Blue Jays, but we'll talk about that more. So we'll uh, keep you abreast of all the Cubs happenings. Of course, basketball, media day, and Bulls Fest is around the corner. You get to talk some Bulls basketball, but keep your eye on the prize because Bears football is where it's at. We'll, uh, we'll try to settle in on who our weekly Bears guest is going to be, talk a little hip-hop with Ja Rule. We got a lot coming for you this week on the pod, so stay tuned for episode 277 coming up on Tuesday. For the fellas, I'm Jason Goff. Thanking you as always. As always, we leave you with this. Take care of each other. Be safe. And remember to stay safe. Must be 21 and over and present in select states. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, and Virginia. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 53342 in Arizona. 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.com org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana, visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net in West Virginia or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit GamblingHelplineMA.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts or call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text H-O-P-E-N-Y in New York.